0: too dark the night is getting a little bit longer this is a day to live for God because time is running out and so I'm preaching to all of us tonight I'm preaching to every soul that would hear this word I'm preaching to every soul that would allow the Lord to speak to them because God is searching for somebody tonight with a made-up mind to live for him to serve him and love him And i want to preach about god's search for nails god's search for nails amen if you want god to speak to you and if you want to live for god in this hour i want you to lift up your voice as loud as you can come on this is a deciding night tonight come on decision making time right now in the holy ghost Come on, come on, talk to God and tell God, I want to live for you. God, I may have wavered, I may have struggled in times past, Lord. But after tonight, God, I want to serve you. Ask for me and my house. We will, we shall serve the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Somebody look at your neighbor. And ask them this question, are you the nail that God is looking for? Amen. God bless you in the field of the Lord. You may be seated tonight if you're going to help me preach. Anybody going to help me preach tonight? Come on, anybody really going to help me preach tonight? God search for nails. The nail is a very interesting, inanimate object. The nail is an object in which we've become very familiar with because it is our understanding that in our modern day of building construction and the fabricating of facilities that nails play an integral part in the building process. I'm glad tonight to know that this is God's church. Anybody glad to be in God's church? I said, this is God's church. This is God's church. This is God's house. And except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And in building, we find that nails are important to us. You would not be able to go to your home sweet home tonight if it was not fitly framed together board by board, joint by joint, fastened by nails that are fastened with a security holding them in place and keeping that structure intact. If you begin to study out the history of the nail It would be interesting to know that nails have had a distorted history throughout mankind's history. Because you begin to study and try to pinpoint the origin of the nail. When did nails begin to exist? And you may make the argument and say, well, nails probably existed and came into flourishing when men began to build. The only problem with that is In the old days, the Stone Age and cavemen's days, they found ways to build without nails. In man's history, from Adam's day to now, men began to build structures of support and pavilions of safety without nails. They built teepees and tents, and they began to pull strings and stakes and hold structures in place, and that was very primitive. But then men began to advance and they began to build stronger structures. They began to build buildings with rocks. They began to build them with adobe and clay and mud and mortar and bricks. And they did all of this building. They did it without nails. But it was in 3400 years BC that the Egyptians began to use the very first bronze nails because they understood that that nails just make things a little bit stronger. Somebody shout nails. That nails building with nails just makes the structure, the building a little bit stronger. I've come to preach tonight and ask the question to this congregation, to this body of people, saints, sinner, visitor alike. Are you the nail that God is looking for? God is in the building process. I said, in this hour, God is building his kingdom. He's expanding his kingdom. He's building his church. And I just want to tell you, I'm glad to be a part of God's church. I said, I'm glad to be a part of God's church. Anybody glad to be a part of this church? And in God's church, except the Lord built the house, they labor in vain that build it can I tell you that if this church is going to grow God has to build the church it doesn't matter what the program is it doesn't matter what the agenda is if God doesn't show up uh, we're in trouble I pray that God shows up uh, in every church service uh, and every prayer meeting because I want the Lord to build the house I said I don't want a pretty sermon to build the house Uh, I want the Lord to build the house And if God is going to build the house, it's going to take strong nails to do it. The nail is an interesting object because you look at a nail and the life of the nail is a very peculiar life. The dynamics of the nail, they're very very detailed and you would would look at a nail as it lies stillless and motionless, lifeless. And it would be foolish of us to think that Because this nail seems to be small, it seems to be insignificant that it might not have much purpose. But can I tell you that that same voice that would tell you that is the same voice that tells you that God does not need you in this hour. It's the same voice that would say, you know what, you can just sit on the pew and you can just take up space. Nobody cares if you're here or not. But can I tell you that the devil is a liar, that God needs you more than he ever did, that God loves you more than you know. And God is searching for strong nails to build a strong church. I feel like preaching tonight. I said, God is looking for strong nails. Somebody shout nails. I said, God is looking for strong nails. Uh, he's not just looking for people uh, to fill space on a pew. Uh, he's looking for strong saints uh, with backbone. Uh, he's looking for strong saints uh, with their minds made up. Uh, he's looking for strong people uh, to say, hell the uh, high waters. Uh, I want to be a child of God. Uh, I want to be a saint in the house. Uh, I want to be a fixture in a tabernacle. Uh, I want to be a strong nail uh, in a sure place. Oh, clap your hands if you want to be the nail that God is looking for. Oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And in and in God search for nails, you would see and think that a nail has no purpose because it, it is subject to the laws of physics. That an object at rest stays at rest unless it is enacted upon by an unbalanced force. Can I tell you that you are not insignificant in the eyes of God. I'm going to say it again just in case you didn't hear me. You are not a nobody. You are not a nobody. God created you with purpose. He designs you with, with great pristine detail. God has taken an interest in every last one of us, and if this world is going to be saved, it's going to be because there's some strong nails in the church. There's a fabric of the building that's put together. and I just want to tell you, I'm looking to, to be the God, the nail that God uses. The nail, the nail is purposeless. It is lifeless. Unless it is picked up in the hands of the carpenter. Now for somebody that you may may have not understood what I just said, I want to tell you that that you may feel like you're nobody you feel like you don't have purpose and what can I offer this church I don't have the most skills I'm not the most talented uh, but can I tell you that God needs every last one of us uh, red, yellow, black or white we are all precious uh, in his sight Uh, he needs you, uh, he needs me uh, he needs everybody uh, and you are not purposeless Uh, I'll tell you when you find your purpose uh, when the spirit of God gets a hold of you uh, you will be what God wants you to be Uh, I said when the carpenter picks you Up uh, and he begins to weigh you out and say, What can you do for the kingdom? Uh, What can you be for the kingdom? Uh, I'm telling you, God is looking and searching uh, for nails in the house tonight. It's all right if I just preach like I feel like preaching tonight. God is looking for nails. Anybody want to be the nail? Let me see your hands if you want to be a nail. Good, good, good. Everybody, just about everybody wants to be the nail. If you want to be the nail, I must precaution you because sometimes we pray prayers and we say things and we don't really know what we're talking about. Let the church say amen. Oh, yeah, we pray pretty prayers and we think that we're getting God's ears, but what you're really getting is some stuff you don't know what you're asking for. Let the church really say amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You said, God, I want you to use me. God, I want to be a vessel in your kingdom. God, I want to be a vessel in your house. God, whatever you want me to do, whatever you want me to go through, God, I'll do it. Just let me be a servant in your house. Anybody ever prayed that prayer before? You don't even know what you're praying, do you? Because just like this morning, you realize that that if you're going to be the nail, there's a lifestyle that comes along with being the nail. I said, there's a lifestyle that comes along with being the devil. And so for all of the folks that you've been trying to figure out what in the world has been going on in your world since 2020. You've been trying to figure out, God, what in the world is going on in my life. Then I need to take you back down memory lane when you prayed the prayer and said, God, I want you to be what you want me to be. God, I want to be used in your kingdom. And you prayed that prayer and you were sincere and you were earnest. But what you did not know was that you were signing up to be the nail. Oh, I feel like preaching tonight. What you did not know was that you were signing up to be the nail 101. But let me tell you what comes along with being the nail. Because if you're going to be in God's kingdom, if you're going to help build this church, if you're going to be a part of this church, there's going to be some things that you're going to have to deal with. There's going to be some frictions and some forces of life that you're going to have to deal with. And it comes with the territory. we pray and say, God, I want you to use me. Anybody pray that prayer? God, I want you to do something in me. God, whatever the pastor needs, I'll do it. Whatever whatever you need, God, I'll be But if you want want to live that life, uh, you must know uh, that those that will live godly will and shall suffer persecution. You're going to have to take the force that comes along with being the nail. Because every nail has its hammer. And you're sitting there trying to figure out, God, what in the world uh, is going on? My world is shaking. Uh, my world is, is in shambles. Uh, my life is messed up. Uh, it feels like my world is rocking. My boards uh, are being pulled and pressed. Uh, but can I tell you, that comes with the territory of being the nail. Uh, and God knows if you're going to be what he wants you to be, uh, that's going to be a hammer of life that's going to beat on you. Uh, it's going to press on you. Uh, it's going to put force on you. Uh, but the question is, uh, can you take say it again just in case you didn't hear me. The question is, can you take the force? Can you take the persecution? Can you take the trial? That's what God's trying to find out. I'll tell you, if you're going to be the nail, that's what you need to make up your mind. It's not time for complaining. You got to say, God, I know I'm going through it, but I'm still going to be here anyway. I feel like preaching in a house. I know it's rough and the wind's rocking your boat and your house is falling apart. But that comes along with being the nail. And if you can take it, you can make it. But you got to make up your mind and say, God, I want to be the nail. And I'm going to be here no matter what. Oh, I need about five people to make up your mind right now. You ought to jump to your feet and say, I know I'm going through it. My bills are not paid. My family is talking about me. I'm being persecuted. But that comes along with being the nail. Oh, clap your hands if you want to be the nail. If you want to be the nail. If you want to be the nail. You got to say, God, whatever comes my way, I'm going to take it. Some of you, some of you right now, you're looking at me like I'd have lost my mind. You say, Brother Williams, there's no way that God is allowing these things to come my way. Well, you don't know God like I know God. Because there's the things that come against you that are not there to kill you, they're there to make you stronger. Because what you don't realize is every day you wake up uh, and you still above the ground and you're making it through your trials uh, and you're wading through your tests and your situations. Uh, what you don't know is, uh, is that God is just beating you a little bit deeper uh, and you're getting a little bit stronger uh, and you're getting a little bit wiser uh, and you're getting... I said, you're getting a little bit better uh, and you don't know what God is doing. I'll tell you what he's doing. Uh, He's trying to find a nail uh, in a sure place. Uh, He's trying to find out uh, that will you still make it in the end? Uh, Will you still stand strong? Uh, Will you still make it? Uh, I want to be the nail that God is looking for. Somebody say, I want to be the nail. The thing about the nail is that in life, Trials, they don't come to break us, they come to make us. And I know I, know I preached about it this morning but this is part two and you got to hear me carefully. If we're going to make it in this last hour, we got to get a spirit about us that's unwavering, that's unmovable, that's unshakable because the Bible tells us in Hebrews 12 and 27 that there's some things in your life that God sends it your way so that the things that, are, that cannot be shaken, they will remain. When trials are shaking your life and your family is in a mess, I'm telling you, God is trying to find out, can you take the shaking of the boards? Uh, can you take the shaking of your world? Uh, and if you can take it, uh, it's the strong nails that's still going to be here. But the thing that we must do in this last hour, the thing that we must get in our mind, the spirit that we must get to, is a spirit of endurance. Everybody say endurance. I said, if we're going to make it in this last hour, the spirit that we need more than anything is a spirit of endurance. If you you had a new word for 2020, your new word is endure. Everybody say endure. Your new word is endure because endure is what strong nails do. Endure is what strong saints do. Endure is how we make it when we don't feel like we can make it endure is what happens when life is pressing on you and the hammers beat after beat and blow after blow and you saying God I don't like the way this feels this doesn't feel too good but now say it's working for my good and it's going to be alright in the end I'm telling you every trial you're going through now it's going to be worth it all when you skate across those streets of glory and you make it to heaven it's a strong nails that's going to say I'm glad I held on one more day my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's the strong nails that's going to say, uh, I'm glad I made it to one more church service. Uh, I'm glad I made it to one more prayer meeting. Uh, I'm glad I praised God when I didn't feel like it. Uh, I'm glad I prayed. I said it's strong nails, strong nails, strong nails that God is looking for. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you why our word must be endurance. Because you look at that word un- endurance in the Greek and it literally means to uphold. Can I tell you what we don't need in the house right now? We don't need division among the body. Let the church, let the whole church say amen. We don't need division among the body. We don't need he and she fighting over this and that. We need everybody together because when your lost loved ones come in here, they don't need to come to a building that's trying to hold on and barely making it. They need every last one of us with our mind made up because if your mind's not made up, they ain't going to make up their mind either. If you ain't fixed on living for God, they won't be fixed either. But I'm a nail in a sure place and I'm not going nowhere. I'm not walking out. I'm not quitting on God. I'm not leaving any day soon. I'm not turning back. I'm not Well, we got about 10 people that believe that. I'm telling you, I want to be the nail. I know it's rough. I know it's hard. But if you can take it, you're going to be the nail in a sure place. Oh, clap your hands if you want to be the nail. And what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to set you up because if we're going to be the nail, we got to make a decision tonight. If it's all right, if I just preach plain, we're going to have to make a decision tonight. Today is the day of salvation. As people here right now, you've been a saint in this church for a long, 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 long time. But you still got to endure too. It don't matter if you started this race in 1990 or 1983, you still got to be here when God comes back. Because the Bible tells us in Matthew 24 and 13 that he that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Not he that chooses to back out when the going gets tough. No, 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 no. When the going gets tough, the tough don't get going. The tough stay here because my mind is made up that I'm going to be a saint in the church when God comes back. God, when you come back to find faith in the earth, I pray you find faith in me. I pray you find me holding on. I'm not holding on by the skin of my teeth. I got my roots deep. I'm unshakable. I'm unmovable. I'm unbreakable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord so that you know your labor is not in vain. And the Lord, uh, except the Lord, uh, except the Lord build a house. And you're going to have to find out if you're going to be here when God comes back. That's for the long-time saints. For the visitors, this is your night to find out if you're going to be here and this is going to be your church. And for the backsliders, you got to find out if this is going to be home or not. You can't go in and out, in and out. you got to stay in or get in or get out and be lost. But I'm telling you for every soul that can hear in the house tonight, God is not willing that any should perish but that all will come to repentance. I want to be saved. You need to be saved. We all need to be saved. God is looking for nails
1: somebody shout nails
0: now now it's about a good 25 of y'all preaching with me right now I need about at least a good 50% for me to get where I'm going next anybody going to help me preach just for the next 10 minutes
1: that's a little better I feel a little
0: bit better anybody really going to help me preach for a little while Be careful what you wish for because we got to find out what kind of saint we're going to be. We got to find out in 2021 what kind of saint you're going to be. I know that ain't good English, but it sounded good to me. What kind of saint you going to be? Because this is not time to be wishy-washy. This is not time to play games. This is not time to find out what service you're going to make and what service you're going to miss. I know I preached three pretty sermons. This ain't pretty, but it's good preaching. You got to find out if you're going to be here or not. Because the devil's trying to weaken the boards. He's trying to find out if you got it in you or not. If you firm in that board, you ain't going nowhere. But if you just got a little play in you, it's the least thing that comes against you that's going to have you out the door. Because there's two types of saints that come to church. There's two types of people that come to church. That's those that come to church because they just want to come. And then there's those that come to be saved. Somebody say amen. Amen. There's those that come to spectate. Yeah, they want to see what you're wearing, what kind of cologne you're wearing. They're looking around when altar calls going. They said, man, don't they look crazy? And then there's those that's participating and they don't care who's looking at them. Any participators in the house? I said, any nails in the house? That's there's those, there's those that they have their minds made up and then there's those they're just not sure yet. Preacher, if you just preach good enough, I might, I might say amen. There's those that they, 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 they have their roots deep and there's those that's just barely hanging on. And we got to find out what kind of saints we're going to be because there's a grave difference. There's a grave difference between nails and thumbtacks. I feel a preach in the house right now. I said, there's a grave difference between nails and thumbtack saints. Anybody want to hear what the difference is? Oh, yeah, you know, you know the difference. You, you, you might not know it yet, but you're going to know it in a little while. There's a grave difference between the nail saints and the thumbtack saints. Because, see, you look at a nail in the face of the wall, just flat, looks like it's a good, good firm structure. But when you put a thumbtack right next to it, they look the same, don't they? At the face of the wall, the nail and the thumbtack, they look the same. They have the same appearance. They have the form of godliness, but nails and thumbtacks are not the same. You see, because the nails, the nails that's in a sure place, you begin to pull on that wall and you begin to shake that wall and you can shake all you want, but that nail's not going anywhere. But you begin to pull on that thumbtack and the least bit of resistance, they're looking for a reason to be offended. Oh, I feel my preaching in the house right now. I said when the preacher gets to preaching hard, uh, they look for a reason and say, no, nah, I don't want to hear that no more. I thought you said you was going to help me preach. Anybody going to help me preach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, it's the nails. It's the nails that God's looking for uh, because nails love good preaching, uh, but nails love bad preaching, too. Because it's the foolishness of preaching that will save them that believes. And he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. That means when the preacher's preaching, you ought to just say amen. You might not like it. You might not feel this preaching, but say amen anyway. Oh, we ought to put that into practice. You might not like what I'm preaching right now, but say amen anyway, because that's what nails do. That's what nails do. I'm going to be with the preacher. Preach to me, pastor. Preach the word. Preach doctrine. Preach sin. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I said that's what nails do. Any nails in the house? I feel like preaching right now yeah yeah it's the nails that say you know what preacher you know what pastor i don't know i don't know what you're preaching tonight but whatever you're preaching it's gonna be a good message because it's to save my family it's gonna save my children it's gonna get my life right if you won't preach on hell i'm saying amen if you won't preach on holiness i'm saying amen if you won't I got some of you right where I want you right now because this abrasive preaching is what nails do when the friction gets going and the word gets going. You just say amen anyway because nails say I'm going to be here. I'm with you preacher. I'm with you God. I'm with Is this all right tonight? Nails say amen. Say amen. Come on say it loud. Come on, say it louder. Nail, say amen. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that it's that old-time preaching that just gets in your bones, and it just kind of agitates your spirit a little bit, and it just kind of rubs your hair the wrong way. We like our hair slick. We don't want it to go the wrong way. We we don't we don't want it to be laid down on the other side. We want it on this side. But no, it's that abrasive preaching that's gonna keep you from those burning flames in hell. It's the burning the preaching. It's the foolishness of preaching. As you say, you know what? I don't like what you're preaching, but that preaching is for my salvation. It's to make me better. It's going to make me stronger. It's going to drive me deeper. It's going to make me better. I'm going to be a good saint in the end. I'm going to be a faithful saint in the end. Keep on preaching, preacher. My God, you ought to stand on your feet and say, "Preach preach to me, preacher. Preach to me, preacher. Preach to me, preacher. Preach to me, preacher. I'm telling you, I want to be a nail in the house. I want to be a nail in the joint. I want my mind to be made up, my family to be saved. And I want my soul to be intact. I tell you, you got to fall in love with preaching like this. You got to fall in love with preaching like this because the Bible, the Bible tells us why some don't endure. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 4 and 3, for the time will come when they will not endure. Sound doctrine. But after their own lust, they they shall heed to themselves. Teachers having itching ears. Yeah, yeah, that's folks. They w- they want the preacher to massage their back and rub their feet uh, and give them a good foot massage. Uh, I'm not in- interested in that kind of preacher. Uh. I'm not looking for that kind of church. Uh. I'm looking for the church uh, that it- when the going gets tough, uh, I know where to go. I'm going to church. Uh. I'm going with my pastor. Uh. Where you go, uh, I'm going. Uh, where you walk, uh, I'm walking. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I said, don't let her run by herself. Somebody will say, you know what nails do? Nails get out in the aisle and worship even when they don't feel like it. Nails get out and and dance a little bit even when you don't feel like dancing. That's That's what nails do. That's what nails do. That's what nails do. I'm telling you, something about to happen in the house, this decision-making time, and I want to be a nail. It might not feel good, but God knows best. It might not be feeling good, but God knows best. You ought to take about 10 seconds and worship God right now. on mm. the Oh, yeah, they say, man, they'll say, you know what? I might not be on the platform, but I'll smile at every visitor that come in the house. I don't know what it is you want me to do, but I'm not getting offended. I'm not quitting. I don't have a plan B because I'm a nail that God is looking for. Listen, there's, time, there's times that people get frustrated with the church because they're not in the proper position. Well, what is the proper position? I'll tell you what the proper position is for you to be here when you need to be here. I'm going to say it again. That's the proper posture of a nail. Nails just say, I'm going to be here. Because them nails sit in this wall, you can't see them, but they're there. Yeah, I pray to God we don't find a nail head sticking out anywhere. Uh, They're invisible. Uh, You don't see them. Uh, If you want people to see you uh, with a name tag saying, hey, I'm Mr. Usher, Uh, you in this for the wrong business. Uh, This is God's kingdom. Uh, This is God's church. Uh, This is God's house. Uh, And I'm here in God's house. uh, And I don't care what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just glad to be here. Uh, I'm just glad. I'm going to walk down the aisles a little bit. Anybody glad to be here? Anybody glad to be here? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And if I feel like running, I'm going to run to the aisles in the church. If I feel like shouting, I'm going to shout in the church. That's what nails do. That's what nails do. That's what nails do. My God, you ought to take a 10 second praise break uh, and dance on the devil's head. uh. I'm a nail in the church. uh. I'm not going nowhere. uh. I'm a nail in the church uh, and I'm not leaving. This is my church. uh. This is my church. uh. This is my church. The devil's been trying to pull you out. uh. You ain't going nowhere. uh. The devil's been trying to get you to backslide. uh. You ain't going nowhere. You ought to get a boldness in your spirit tonight and say, this is my church. Devil, this this city belongs to this church. Every soul in Bakersfield belongs to this church. This is God's house. And except the Lord build the house. But if he's going to build it, he's going to build it with strong nails. Strong nails. Somebody say strong nails. Because it's strong nails that build a strong church. It's strong men and strong women and strong children and strong families that build a strong church. Can I talk to the mamas and daddies right now? It's all right if I just preach to you for a little bit. If we're going to have a growing church, if this church is going to grow, it has to be a generational progression of people that are firm in believing that this is my church. Listen, if you don't believe in serving God, hiding the world, your baby's going to believe. Let the mama say, Amen. Amen. Listen to. There's something about me. I, I don't do it for show and I don't do it to be seen. But everywhere I go, I don't like sitting on the platform. Nothing against the preachers at all because I'm a preacher. But listen, I want to be right here up in the front because when that little boy wakes up and he understands what's going on, I want him to see his daddy in the altars worshiping God. I don't want him to see me with my arms folded like I'm some cool, dignified man of God. No, 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 no. If you're going to be a man and woman of God, you need to be a worshiper. You need to be at family prayer meeting. You need to be on outreach. Uh, you need to be teaching a Bible study. Uh, you need to set the example because nails begat nails uh, and nails begat nails. Is this alright tonight? How, how, how are you going to expect your children to pray at home and you don't pray at home? Oh, I know, I, that hurt, didn't it? But how do you expect the next generation to know if we don't show them what strong nails look like? I'm talking about the days of old intercessors uh, of, the, of the white-haired saints. Uh, they were rocked back and forth, uh, and they didn't know what they were praying about, uh, but they knew how to get in touch with God. Uh, that's the kind of spirit I want uh, to get on my boy. Uh, that's the kind of spirit I want uh, to get a hold of me, uh, because that's what's going to keep you. Uh, you know why they're still here? Uh, because they learned how to pray. Uh, you know why they're still here? Because they learned how to hold on when they didn't feel like God, you ought to praise God and clap your hands in the house. (laughs) Nails are generational. This is how, watch this, watch this. David, King David, watch this. You may be seated. King David, King David did not build the temple. He didn't, he didn't touch one wall of that temple. His son Solomon built the temple. But can I tell you what David did, mama? Can I tell you what David did, daddy? David taught his son. He said, I I know what it takes to build a church. I know what it takes to build a temple. And the Bible says in 1 Chronicles 22 and 3 that David provided the iron in abundance. For the what? For the nails. Listen. Put it on the screen if you can. I want them to see this. First Chronicles 22 and 3. He said, David, David provided in abundance the iron for the nails that were for the gates and the doors of the temple. Can I tell you, mama, that if your baby going to learn how to love God, she got to see you love God. If your children are going to learn how to pay tithes, they got to see you walk up to the offering plate and drop your faithful tithes and offering uh, in the plate. Uh, If they're going to see you learn to live for God, uh, you got to show them how to live for God. Uh, This is not the hour for our generation uh, to fall off and die uh, and be weak-kneed, inebriated, uh, not good for anything, no backbone uh, kind of children. Uh, We need to raise up children in the house of God uh, that know how to worship, uh, that know how to pray, uh, that know how to love God, uh, that know how to be the nail. Oh, you ought to preach with me right now. I'm telling you, I want my boy to know, son, when it gets hard, you talk to God. When it gets rough, you love God. When it gets tough, you go to church. David didn't build a temple, but he showed this boy. He said, I, I, got, I got to show you that it takes strong nails to build a strong church. I know you didn't see it on the screen, but it's all right. It'd be all right anyway. It takes strong nails to build a strong church. It takes strong nails. Somebody say strong nails. I'm telling you, when altar call come, don't you be ashamed to bury your face in the carpet and cry out to God. That's how your children learn how to pray. I remember I remember being small little boy. I was five years old. I remember just like it was yesterday. And my daddy, I remember him used to go up. We had a, at the church we were at, that the prayer room used to be upstairs. And it was cold in there. It was so cold in there. And they had those old metal chairs. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Those old metal chairs uh, that whatever the temperature in the room that's the temperature of that chair. My daddy used to sit me on that chair uh, and I used to listen to him pray. uh, And I didn't know what he was doing until I began to understand he said, son, I'm praying. Come on, just sit there and pray with daddy a little while. Uh, And I began to hear him pray uh, and it was something that got a hold of me uh, that it didn't take me long to learn how to talk to God. Uh, It didn't take me long. He wasn't jibber jabbering. Uh, He wasn't just Rattling with some repetitions. Uh, He was praying and interceding. Uh, He was talking to God. Uh, But you know what he was doing? Uh, He was teaching his boy to be a nail. Uh, And when I was backsliding out of my mind, uh, I knew that if I had to get back to God, uh, I had to learn to get back to prayer. Uh, I had to learn to get back to the church. Uh, That's what nails do. Uh, Nails teach nails uh, how to be nailed. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Nails don't sit around a table and talk about the pastor and his family. Is that all right? Because you, because you you you, you want to know you want to know what's being talked about at home when the children start looking at the pastor sideways and looking at him all upside his head is because mom and daddy been saying stuff they don't have no business at home. That's why. But nails teach your children you love your pastor. You love the church. You don't talk bad about the church. And if you hear somebody else talking bad about the church, they ain't your friends. You don't hang around them. You don't go to Walmart with them. You don't go to the mall with them. You don't... Oh, I'm preaching all right and you don't even know it, yet. But I'm telling you, nails say, this is God's house. We're going to be a part of God's house. We're going to be faithful saints. We're going to be good saints. We're going to be... I talk to the young people for a little while. To the young people, if you got to make up your mind if you're going to be a nail or not. Because I, I I grew up I grew up in a pastor's home and I grew up and I seen kids and I I know what children do and I know what young people do. You got to make up your mind to live for God for yourself. Hear me, hear me, hear me. You got to make up your mind to live for God for yourself because nails nails don't 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 jump out of the board because everybody else is jumping if one nail gets loose that's that's nail's problem but you stay here I said, you stay here, you stay rooted and grounded in truth. I'm telling you, I used to go to school with some young ladies and they went to church with me and it was a shame to see what would happen, that they would be at church in their dresses and they would be holy and living for God. But when it came time to get to the school campus, they had a whole nother wardrobe in their backpack and they stepped out of the house and mama didn't even know what was going on. But can I tell you, you're not living for God for mama and you're not living for God for daddy, you're living for God for God. You're here because you want to be here. Be here because you want to be here. Fall in love with God because you want to be here. Because that's what nails do. I said that's what nails do. Nails are not followers. Nails are leaders. Nails are not followers. Nails are leaders. Everything about God's church is framed and fitly put together. I made up my mind, I'm going to be here. Anybody going to be here? Listen, this, this, is, this is a do or die situation, people. I wish, I wish to God I could put on sackcloth and ashes and crawl on the floor and beg you that this is not the time for you to be trying to figure out whether you want to serve God or not. Hell is real. I'm going to say it again because you've been watching too many movies and they told you uh, that's just a fictitious place. It's all uh, a figurative uh, imagination. Uh, no sir, no ma'am. Uh, hell is real. Uh, hell is hot. Uh, but so is heaven. Uh, and I got my eyes set on heaven. Uh, I ain't going to hell. Uh, my name ain't on the list uh, because I'm a nail in a sure place. Uh, I'm going to heaven uh, where the nails live. Uh, I'm going to heaven anybody got your mind made up to go to heaven uh, that's why I want to go uh, I want to go where the streets are paved with gold uh, I want to go where the gates are firm in place uh, I want to go where the nails go in an hour like this thumbtacks won't make it as we come to the music thumbtacks won't make it no no thumbtacks have a plan B I don't have a plan B if my wife decides to walk away from God, guess what? I still got to live for God. Do you understand that? I know, I know it's hard because family gets involved and you get persecuted and you get talked about and lied on. But you got to endure. You got to endure. You got to endure. And I'm telling you, if your wife don't want to come to church, sir, you come to church anyway. If your husband don't want to live for God, ma'am, you come to church anyway. Because it's the strong nails that's going to make it in the end. When it's all said and done, it won't matter. It won't matter who didn't make it or not. But those that made it, you will be glad. I said, those that endure, that's going to be joy, unspeakable, full of glory. Because you said, you know what? When trials was coming against my family, I didn't complain. I just dragged myself to the house of God and said, God, you know. I'm preaching to somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. I know sometimes we struggle with preaching and we say, you know what? I don't like that holiness stuff and all that preaching on, on, on holiness and doctrine. And I, I just don't believe all that. But you got to believe it. You got to receive it. You got to love it. Because that's what nails do. I said, that's what nails do. The question I've got tonight. This is not easy Preaching. But the question I have tonight is who wants to be the nail now? You sign up for being the nail, then you will know why trouble hits your front door. It's because you ask God, God, I want you to use me. Serving God comes with a price. It comes with a price. The patriarchs and the men of old, the disciples, they were persecuted, martyred, beat, bruised, jailed. If you think you're gonna just skate on over the gates of pearls without being beat with the hammer of life, you got another thing coming. Because you gotta go through some stuff if you're gonna get to those gates. So you've been trying to figure out what's going on? God sent a little nappy head preacher to tell you tonight that God's trying to find out if you're going to be the nail tonight. God's trying to figure out, do you have it in you? Is it really in your heart to live for God? Is it really in your mind to live for God? Oh, there's some elders. They'll tell you, you better listen to that preacher. He's telling the truth. He's He's telling the truth. I don't know how long you've been here, but I'm telling you, I want to be the nail. If you, think, if you think that it was three measly nails that held Jesus to the cross, you got another thing coming. It wasn't three nails that held him to the cross. Can I tell you what it was? You were the nail that held him there. It wasn't three nails that were driven through his hands from a Roman centurion soldier that held Jesus to the cross. no. No. It was you that held him there and as he's on the dying agony of pain in his body, he said, it is finished. It was because he knew that he was building a church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church. It was you that was holding him there. I don't care if you're an usher. I don't care if you're a singer in the choir. I don't care if you're a musician. I don't care what your position, your title, what it is that you do here. I'll tell you what's the most important thing. That you be a nail when God comes back. Anybody want to be the nail in the house? Raise your hand if you want to be the nail in the house. You be the nail when God comes back. God, I don't know what I signed up for, but I want to be the nail You've been trying to figure out why you're going through what you're going through. I'll tell you why. Because God has invested trust in you. He said, I'll tell you why, my darling. Because you were nailed in a shit place. And you don't think you can take it, but I'm telling you right now, you're still here. I said, You're still here. Oh, somebody ought to be glad in the spirit and know that you're still here. Anybody still here? You're still here? You're still holding on? My God, I'm still holding on. I want us to stand now for in the house right now. It's difficult to understand trials. It's difficult to understand tests. It's difficult to understand persecution, frustrations, the complexity of life. But if you only knew what was going to happen after the trial ended, you would realize that God is just fastening you. He said, And I will fasten him as a nail in a sure place. And he shall be for a glorious throne to his father's house. Can I tell you, God is getting the glory out of you, sister? That trial you're going through right now, God is going to get the glory out of you. You just keep on smiling at work and don't complain. Don't run to your co-workers. Don't don't gripe and say, God, God is doing me wrong and the church don't know what I'm going through. No, no, no. You hold your head up and say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And God's going to get the glory out of you. I said, God's going to get the glory out of you. How do I know? It's 1,410 days. You think it's hard going through a trial, Try going through a trial, and you're a preacher. And I'm trying to preach faith to people and saying, God, God can work a miracle in your life, and God can touch you, and God can answer prayers. We're praying for a baby. We're praying for, for God to give us a child, and God, it felt like heaven was dried up. It felt like, God, you're not hearing me. And all the while, I'm preaching, and preaching, and traveling, and preaching. the You know what God was doing? The carpenter had his hammer, and he was driving me deep. And the more I would preach on faith, and the, and the longer my prayers wouldn't be answered, it felt like the harder it would hurt. But even in the pain, and even in the agony, and the forces of life that, are, that the nail is subject to, the frictions and the forces of the nail, God was making me stronger and stronger and stronger. Every message I preached that God could heal, He was making me stronger. I didn't see it, I didn't understand it. I got down on my face one day. I remember exactly where I was praying. I didn't some people pray, some people pray fancy prayers. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people are astute prayers. They say, God. They pray prayers like this. I said, I've come to you, my heavenly Father, on bending knees, as humble as I know how. Please oblige me of my suffering and grace me with your presence. Heal my broken heart and heal my broken spirit. God, touch me with your holy hand and heal my soul. Amen. That's a good prayer to pray, but sometimes you ought to be real with God and say, God, help me. Somebody ought to get that spirit on the inside of them right now. I know you're going through it and it's tough and it's rough, but you ought to just say, God, help me. Anybody feel that in the house? Because Nails say, I don't care how you answer God. Just answer. I don't care how you do it. I just want to have the strength to hold on. I just want to have the strength to take it. I just want to have the strength to make it. Nails know how to get in touch with God. i tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost right now. If this church is going to grow, it's going to take strong families to build a strong church. I know it may be hard, it may be rough, and you don't feel like it, but you ought to grab your wife and your children by the hand, and you ought to sprint to this altar right now. Come on, come on, grab them, grab them, grab them, grab them. You ought to grab your family by the hand. You ought to grab them by the hand and say, we're going to make it together. We make it up mine. That's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. Come on. I know your children may feel, like, you may feel like they're on the way out. But if you teach them how to pray, they'll learn how to stay. If you teach them how to love God, they'll fall in love with truth. They'll fall in love with doctrine. And they're going to be here in the end. Come on, there's some healing happening right now. Come on, you ought to pray with your family and say, we're going to be here. Come on, whatever the pastor needs, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a servant in God's house. Come on, that's it, that's it. Come on, somebody ought to make up your mind. I know life's been rough, but you know why God lets you come back? It's because he wants you to be a nail in the house. He wants you to be a nail in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, something's happening here. Come on, something's happening. Come on, Greater Bakersfield. Come on, is this your church? Is this your church? Is this God's church? I want to be a part of what God is doing. I'm not wavering, I'm not quitting. I want, I want my children to see me love God. I want my children to see me worship God. Come on, you ought to tell your son, this is how you pray, son. This is how you talk to God. This is how you fall in love with God. I want to be the nail. Come on, mama, intercede for your children right now. I know the winds of life are shaking your boys, but nails stay in place. I'm not wavering. I'm unshakable. I'm unmovable. Come on, we're not walking out. Come on, we're not walking out. Come on, there's no place greater. I want my grandchildren to be raised in a house. I want my children to be raised in a house. I want my generations to know that there's a place you can go. There's a place you can go. It is called the house of God. Except the Lord build a house. Except the Lord build a house. God, if I could just be a doorkeeper in your temple, if I could just be a servant in your house, I don't care what you do. I'm just glad to be here. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, there's some prodigals in the house. The prodigal son said, I don't care what my position is when I come back. I just want to come back. I don't care what I do when I get back to the house. I'm just glad to be a part of the house. I'm glad to be a part of the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, lift that voice up. Come on, lift that voice up. God's searching for nails in the house right now. God searching for nails. Are you the nail? Are you the nail? Are you the nail? Do you have it in you? Is it in you? Is it in you? Come on, say this is my house. Come on, I'm here because I want to be here. I'm here because I want to love God. Come on, that's it. It's healing of the heart right now. I'm here, God. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Come on, God loves you, sister. God loves you, brother. Come on, families, pray. Come on, families, pray. Come on, we're going to be faithful to church. We're going to give everything we can give. We're going to be all we can be.